Joining the next chapter today is former NFL safety and current ESPN NFL analyst, Lewis Riddick. Hi, Lewis. It's so, so good to see you. I wish we were reuniting on better terms, but how are you, the wife and the kiddos, kiddos holding up? Yeah, it's it's been interesting, Prim, and, and it's nice to see you too and catch up with you. I remember our days all the way back in that little room down there in Building Four at ESPN doing those digital hits. It, we've all we've we both come a long way. It, it's been great. Um, as far as you know, current conditions. I mean, everyone's holding up fine. It's it's very unique. It's a very unique situation right now. You know, kids are always so resilient. They they kind of just kind of go with the flow. They ask some questions, but they kind of go with the flow. I think it's us adults that really are the ones who have to adjust the most sometimes because mm. we're so used to being in our in our routines and having our way of doing things. And now all that's been interrupted and disrupted for obvious reasons, and everyone's having to adjust. So it, it's been unique to say the least. You know, you're a very disciplined. Um, and very hardworking individual. I feel like you're one of those people that really rises to the occasion, especially you being a former professional athlete. But even during periods of adversity, something like this, yeah. it is impossible not to be affected or impacted mm-hmm. by this physically, mentally. But what's been the biggest challenge for you personally in all of this? I think it's, you know, from you know how athletes overall, regardless of whether you've been a professional or not, everybody craves structure, right? Everyone likes to have a schedule. Everyone likes to know that when they get up, they have to be somewhere and they know what time they need to be there. They need, and, th- and a lot of times that involves physically leaving your house and mm. going somewhere. And when you don't have to do that, you have to create that structure for yourself. Otherwise, what, what can actually wind up happening, I've seen people talk about this, is you kind of lose track of what day it is, what time of the day it is, and what you're supposed to be doing. And next thing you know, it's 12, 1 o'clock, you haven't showered, you're still in like some sweats, you're still, and you're going, wait a minute, you know, what, what am I supposed to be doing? That's been the biggest challenge. That's the one thing that I've been trying to make sure that I myself are very much so aware of. So I can kind of keep moving throughout the day. Look, at right right now, I mean, I'm in the middle of draft preparation, right? So yeah. this has been a really, this is a really busy time of year for me. And if I'm not careful, next thing you know, it'll be one or two o'clock and I haven't gotten a lot done because obviously you're making sure that the family's okay. You're trying to keep up on what's going on with all everything surrounding the pandemic and, and you're trying to get a workout. You're, you're trying to do all kinds of things that really will take away from doing the things inside a structure like you normally would. And you can really get off, you know, get off base and wind up wasting a bunch of days in a row. So that, that's really been the biggest challenge that I've worked hard to try and make sure I keep it. Uh, a little bit normal for me that way. Yeah, I want to touch on the NFL draft uh, in just a second. I mean, that's crazy. The fact that we're, they're even moving forward with that, it, it, with everything yeah. else being at a standstill. But at least fortunately, they're able to move forward with that. But when talking about the structure and this is not this information is not just for athletes, just but for anybody else listening out there. Um, as you said, that's going to be the biggest challenge, I think, for a lot of people is trying to create that structure. What mm-hmm. type of advice would you have to offer to people that will create that sense of structure so they're, so it becomes much easier to deal with all of this? Yeah, I think a lot of times, you know, you know, when you go going all the way back to high school and college, people will tell you if you write things down, it kind of imprints a little bit more on your brain and kind of really, you know, you kind of adopt that that's what you need to do. It's it's a way to learn. It's a way to remind yourself that this is what you need to do. And maybe that's one of the things I used to tell young scouts this all the time, you know, who had time, who had problems with time management, 
write down during the course of a day what you want to get accomplished the night before you you know before you go to bed or when you get up that morning. And I have the, I always have index cards sitting around my desk where I, I will sit down and just jot down certain players that I want to look at, what time I want to work out, when as a family we're going to eat, what time do I need to run to the grocery store mm. if need be. And so I can just peek at it so I can just kind of regiment my day and not be just wandering aimlessly throughout the course of the day and not getting anything done. I think the, when you write things down, it really does imprint on your you know, on your subconscious and on your conscious mind and make you and remind you, this is what I need to do. These are the times I need to get it done. Because if you don't, look, not maybe not everybody has to do that kind of thing. I just know it helps me. Yeah. And it kind of like literally gives you something visually to look at and go, okay, this is what I need to do. Because look, it's the, you know, the one word I've heard from people use, and it may have been someone on TV, maybe it, maybe it was a, a newscaster or someone used was that this whole situation can be very disorienting. And it kind of makes you kind of just be bebopping from one thing to the next because there's no certainty with anything right now. Everything's just on up in the air and you have to orient yourself and force yourself to be more structured and more regimented in what you're doing. Because if you don't, you just kind of wind up wandering around in the melees with everyone else and everything else. And you can't afford to do that. Yeah. Uh, for, for our family right now, it's my husband and our 18 month old crazy active toddler and then we also have a dog mm-hmm. here and we're living in very close quarters so now yep. my husband and i we had to pull our son out of daycare so now we're really really having to get creative and work as a team and we work on shifts we got up at four fifty in the morning so today was literally the first day that i wrote out i don't know if you can see it you can't see it but i no. wrote out Everything. 4.50 a.m., wake up, journal, coffee. 5.30, 6.30, home workout. 6.30, prepare Duke's breakfast. 6.40. I mean, it's like there to the T. You're, like, you're already doing it. <laughs> I mean, but yeah. that's how I think that comes from just my like OCD personality, but also the athlete sure. in me where it helps me. So that way, like 4.50, I can check that off. And it makes me feel productive and it mm-hmm. keeps me in order in a time that where nothing is in order. Yeah. Yeah. You, you definitely, you have to do that because I'm, I'm telling you like right now, none of us have ever lived through this kind of thing. Obviously most of our elders, whether it be our mothers, grandmothers, you know, grandparents, they've never lived through anything like this. No one has a, you know, has a book on what to do right now as a society, as a, as the human, as a human race, we just don't know what this is going to look like you know, tomorrow, let alone five, six months from now. So the only thing you can really do is rely on the kind of things that make you feel as though you're being productive and keep you in the right space mentally and physically. I I put on social media a couple different times. If nothing else coming out of this, I'm going to be the most in shape son of a gun that there's ever been. Cause I have just been, that's one of the things that also has helped me. It, it's amazing how your physical well being yeah. will help your mental well being and yes. help you feel better about everything else. Peloton, been my best friend dusting off p90x and working on those things been my best friends because that at least helps you feel as though you're still working towards some of the things that you would do in a normal environment and all those kind of things all the things that are really your base the things that provide you some kind of fundamental base to make you feel good and be able to attack everything else are the things you have to rely on right now and writing things down organizing your day taking care of yourself mentally physically eating well, you know, practicing just good communication skills, taking walks, getting, I mean, you can get outside. Obviously you can't go and, you know, hang out or it's not advised for you to hang out in big groups, but you have to keep some kind of normalcy and take care of yourself in this time period. So when it's over, 
you don't come out of it all disoriented and having fallen behind in so many different areas. And I, and I hope people are doing that. You know, it seems like people are doing that right now. Yeah. That's why I'm just hoping this doesn't last much longer because it's going to test everyone's resilience as this moves along here week after week. And, and you're afraid that people will start kind of cracking a little bit and kind of yeah. getting away from some of that discipline. And I've, and I've heard people talk about that. That's one of the scary things to come from all this. Yeah, that's a really good perspective. I didn't think about like the crack, like people cracking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and we've been going, I think we've been experiencing this, at least for us here in New York City. I would say this is probably mm-hmm. like the third week, maybe almost yeah. a month, but yep. around the third yep. week. And I would say it was about five days ago when I had like my first crack in the morning where I just like yep. in the morning, 6, 6 a.m., 6.30, my toddler's getting a little overactive, work's piling on, we can't go outside. And then you also be, have to be super paranoid about about just like germs mm-hmm. and protecting the family. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to lie. I like broke down and cry. I had to get it out. Yeah. I was like, this is, how am I going to get myself together? But, sure. you know, um, yeah, there's not a lot of normalcy right now. Although the one piece of normalcy that's going on in the sports world, ironically and oddly, is the NFL draft. And that's scheduled mm-hmm. to take place on April 23rd. And it's going to be very unique, Lewis, because everything's going to be done remotely. Teams are going to have to be making big decisions with without a lot of normal intel about these prospects. What are sure. your thoughts on them moving forward with this? Yeah, you know, the league, it's interesting. They have always, they've been very consistent, Prim, with keeping things on schedule, saying that there's no guarantee that things in the future will look any better than things do presently. So why not just continue to move forward? Obviously, take the necessary precautions, but just continue to move forward. And, and actually, they've, I've actually heard them say that, look, people need, need sports in some form or fashion right now, some form of distraction, because otherwise, what happens is, like you just talked about, you know, the whole the weight of how big everything is right now from a society perspective will really start coming down on people and making them and making them not feel very good, you know, and, and making them start doing things, maybe making decisions that they don't want to make. So I, I think I understand it from that standpoint. I also understand the side of things where people say, well, why doesn't the league shut down like everyone else? I also understand that, too. But this is where we are. So this is what we deal with. Right. Mm. So for me, it's been. I, I would be lying if I said it wasn't challenging to sometimes, you know, put myself in this office where I'm at right now and continue to grind through my draft preparation the same way that I normally have because it has been challenging. There's no doubt about that. But if the draft is going to go on, I need to be prepared. I don't know what the draft is going to look like myself. I don't know if ESPN knows what the draft is going to look like and how we're going to televise it, where we're all going to be, what, what it's going to look like. I mean, those are all things they still have to work out. I just know this. I need to know who the players are. I need to be able to talk about them in a way, you know, that suits the viewer and, and, and makes the viewer feel like, OK, we're getting the same information we normally do. But there's no question. It, it's a challenge. And, and I, I'm actually thankful that it is this time of year right now, that it is the draft time for me to be busy, because otherwise, without having that kind of thing, knowing that I have to get that done. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm one of those people who needs to be doing something. I can only sit around for so long. And if I didn't have this to really prepare for yeah, I, I may be having some of those episodes, too, that you talk about just like, you know, what is going on? And we need to do something because, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm a proactive type A person, man, who like, you know, I, I get frustrated just like everyone else. Like, what are we doing? I mean, are, are we, you know, because if you can't see things being done and you know, there's things being done to kind of help us get out of this as a society. Yeah. But if you can't really see it and you can't participate in it, it just 
it's really hard, man. And I, I'm just I'm thankful for the fact that we are kind of carrying on business because I have something then to really continue to push me forward every day. Besides, obviously taking care of my family, which is a number one. Yeah, no, I'm a type A personality too, a little OCD-ish, like I mentioned before. That's why you and I get yeah. along. We've gotten along sure. very well for many years. That's probably Absolutely. why. Uh, well, you know, business uh, will move forward as best as we can. So with that in mind, you know, we'd like to have mm. a little fun. I think it's really important for all of us to bring a little, a little levity to the situation and laugh. So we've been doing a little quarantine crib questions. Are you ready, Lewis? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm All ready. right. Well, number one, where's where's your favorite spot in the house? What's been your favorite spot during all of this? <laughs> yeah, right now it's been exactly where I'm at, where I'm at right now. I spend most of my time in this office that I'm in. Let's see. Um, it. Don't be afraid to it, do a little show and tell now. It's interesting. Yeah, you know what? It, it's kind of funny because this is the spot where like I've had this thing kind of constructed right here. This bookshelf here that. People see on TV. I like it's it. It's funny because I cut off some of the junk that's around it. It looks real <laughs> cool on TV, but there's actually the stock, some stuff the stockpiling of toilet paper underneath yeah, the exactly. desk. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That, I'm actually, as a matter of fact, You're... what I'm sitting this computer on right now, so we can do this chat, is actually it's a it's it's see it it is it is toilet paper. As a matter of fact, not shocking. There's my computer screen. I have this thing that. You know, it was a present to me years and years ago that has like my jersey from Oakland and oh, wow. my helmets up there and a bunch of family uh, uh, photo albums. Is that the there. TV screen that you use for ESPN? That this. Oh, oh, this right here. Yeah. Behind, let me see. Hold on. That right there. Yeah, that's my camera. That's great. It's an, and that's, that's an iPad. And that and that's the, you know, the lighting things right there. That's great. Yeah, they got it all. They came and set this whole thing up, man. It is, it's cool. It looks real like high tech on TV. It's really not, but it is. <laughs> if you know what I mean, like so, it's a, it's amazing to me what pe- what they can do nowadays with technology. It's insane how they can make things seem so like extravagant when really it's pretty darn simple. It really is. So this is where this is where I hang out most of my day. Uh, otherwise, I mean, I'm out in the out and about in the house, go outside and shoot baskets with my boy. And I mean, it's, it's, it's a pretty simple life right now. I mean, it's, it's really working, taking care of the family, going to the grocery store, trying to stay safe, checking in with mom, checking in with the sisters. I mean, it's, I think my life is no different than everyone else's. You're just kind of wondering, you know, you're just hoping everyone else is doing the same things that you are. So that's it for me, man. It's really, it's, it's football and family and keeping up to date with what's going on. I like it. I like it. Do yeah. you have a, do you have a comfort toy right now? Something that, uh, you know, in like a few good men, he's got the bat that helps his mind go or something that provides you a little security. Uh, maybe my, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Something that surprised me security. See this right here. You see that? What is that? It's called a cowboy remote. It's for a film watching system that I have, you know, to watch tape. No way. That's my thing. I have this in my That hand looks like a toy. I thought that was like one of your kids' you know toys. Is? Like it has like it has a rewind button, fast forward button. It has a laser on it that I can point at my screen. This thing is in my hand probably of the time I'm awake, maybe 75-80% of the time. So yeah, I'm constantly fidgeting with this thing and taking it's the unbelievable. laser and pointing it up on the ceiling. So it's not yeah, even like a is, normal remote control. Like you no, don't even it, just it watch it. On... Looks like a, it almost looks like a game remote of some kind. It does. But that's what it is. This, that's this awesome. is probably the thing that I'm that I'm holding all the time nowadays with all this draft prep. But I would say that. Um, 
you know, it's either that's either in my hand or this this damn phone is in my hand. I mean, yeah. that, what else do we have in life right now? Right? No, um, for real. That's yeah, a, that's. Again, I, mean, that, I, w- that's I have to say, that's the best comfort toy that we've seen so far in this series. I'm just telling you. See, that, I don't. I don't even know if that's really comfort. It's a kind of like a necessity. Because, like I said, I, yeah. I mean, I got to get my stuff done, and um, I'm, I'm trying to think what else would I really have. Uh, maybe like a. That's, fo- that's a how about That's a football? About yeah, I mean, a I specific got pen? Everywhere, you know, I got yeah. footballs everywhere, and I got pen, I got boxes of pens, and I, I lose those things as much as anything. But that this would have to be it. This is always in my hand. <laughs> That's a good one. This is always in my hand. All right, last one. Who do you think yeah. we should interview next? Who would you like to tag next? Wow, there's a bunch of different people. You know what? Hmm. You know who you should. You know who you should tag. I think I think a guy who right now is really trying to figure out, you know, how to do his job, and he's more important than than maybe anyone at ESPN right now because he has all the info. Have you talked to Adam? Have you talked to Schefter? No. That's who you should do. That's a great he's one. He's up there in New York. He's up there yeah. in New York too. I mean, he's right there in the middle of things. He's still the guy who like who's on TV every day, breaking all the different news stories and stuff. He. And, you know, this is a guy who's always on the move. So I can only imagine how he's feeling trying to stay in his place and not go anywhere. He's a guy who has two phones in his hands all the time. He's actually yes. kind of funny. I tagged him just the other day on that push-up challenge. <laughs> and he did, like, you're only supposed to do 10. He did, like, 30 of them. Just something <laughs> all, but they were, they were kind of they were kind of Like, you wouldn't looking, have done were, the same good, thing, though. too. <laughs> you know, I, I did. I only did 10. I did 10 right after I got off my Peloton. I was sweating all over the place. We did 35. Yeah, there you go. You should do him. You should do you know, Adam actually has a has an interesting. I mean, you know how it is. I do. That guy's connected with everyone. Him and Woj. I mean, those are probably two yes. good guys you should do right there because they're right on the front lines as far as getting information, man. Those, so those type of guys, Adam's like, gotta, yeah, that's a great one. I, as far as when I started at ESPN in 2011 and I start working with him. He was yeah. the one person, and that was like 2011. That's almost 10 years ago, crazily. Yeah. But he yeah. would always have two phones. And in the yeah. middle of our segment, I would be asking yeah. a question. <laughs> He'd be like tweeting out. Oh, he'll do it on live TV. Yeah, and he'll be like, I, I got to go. We got to go. Adrian Peterson is getting is getting trained. I got to go. You, 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 you want to know what's interesting? Adam's kind of changed how you can act on TV because of it. Because if yes. you notice now, everyone on TV, if you watch me on SportsCenter, or on NFL Live or yep. Monday Night Countdown, I'll be doing a segment and have my phone in my hand. You have to literally wait. You know, you know how some people hold a pen when you're doing TV, right? Because you yes. just need something to hold on to. Most people use phones now, and it's kind of very acceptable. And the reason why is because that's what Schefter always does. One hundred percent. In the middle of a segment and looking down at his phone and be like, "Yeah, you know, today, you know, Tony, you know, he'll, <laughs> and." I do the same thing that he's changed what's kind of acceptable on TV because of that. That's such a fantastic point. Well done, Lewis. Um, Well, it's been so fun catching up. I'm so happy to hear that you're doing well and you're healthy, most importantly, and also your family. Take care of yourself and, you know, keep doing good work. I see you on social media. You're always saying wonderful things. So keep plugging away and miss you over there. Absolutely. All right. We'll catch up again soon. Thanks. Bye. All right.